0: I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is another weekly podcast, Deeper Dive, brought to you by Plantation STA Church. This is season four, episode 14. And of course, I'm with my lovely co-host, but for some reason, she looks like she uh, need to be, I don't know.
1: <laughs> In
0: Florida? You're looking cold, yeah. Yeah. Would they turn off the electricity over there? Yeah. You know, <laughs> so they can't see. <laughs> but uh, you seem like you're okay, though.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: okay. I'm okay. All right. Welcome back as always. Good to always have you. Thank and you. Like and <laughs> thank you for all the podcast listeners, wherever you guys may be, whatever um, platform that you may be using. As we always ask you to, to send all your questions and comments to via text 954 And we always ask you to subscribe to our channel, uh, uh, PlantationSDA.TV. And you never would guess who's back again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. (laughs) This guy, this guy right now is in transit. He's in transit. So, you know, we're going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Pastor Rose. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time out. I know you're busy and everything. So we're going to try to make this brief as possible. And thank you. Well, let's start off with a word of prayer. And it's your turn, Don. It's my turn.
1: Yes. Father, we thank you for this opportunity just to go through your word and to learn more about unity. We ask that you guide our conversation and help us, and we will always be able to do your will. It's our prayer in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 You, uh, before we get started, I just want to do a brief uh, acknowledgement. Pastor, you've already kind of spoken about it. Uh, we want to also, you know, we have the ministry fair coming up next week yes you uh, know that's in transit from what i understand olivia's doing a great job getting people you know together and get set yes. up yes. As, yes. Far as i understand so uh what's, yes. what's what's the main
2: goal for that well the, the main the main goal is we, we we want folks to get involved to discover what god where god is calling them to serve well, we do believe that that god wants us to go beyond just attending church mm-hmm. he wants us to find community and, and he wants us to find our calling within that community as it relates to advancing the kingdom. And so, with our ministry here, we're we're presenting an opportunity for for folks to, to to see what we're doing there and to see if it fits their 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 skills, their giftedness, if it fits what God has called them to do. And we're open to to expanding ministries we we don't believe that we've exhausted all the ministries there. Mm-hmm. there if if someone comes with an idea we can walk them through okay this is how you establish it so that's that's the intent that's the intent
0: okay that's good i appreciate that um because i, I don't know that well, when was the last one before COVID? right
1: before covid yeah yeah was. And that was
0: success that was yeah. a success but that was more or less in that the daytime. that was a
1: large one that was we very much in the
0: daytime yeah it was more or yes. less in the daytime yeah. so that was okay. wonderful yeah. um the also want to thank uh the three there
2: were three that were baptized right yes that was mm-hmm. that was such an awesome thing it, it always always encourages the congregation and you you're always having folks who are limping between two opinions and they're 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 usually encouraged when they see folks making the decision for Christ and receiving them into fellowship. And it, it was a beautiful thing that we could do that on our connection Sabbath, just expanding our the body of Christ there and getting people connected to 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 the church and to and to life. Uh, and by the way, let me just say a quick thing on that. I it's my third time going into the large Connection group. And you were there, Joe. There yeah. were a couple there, it was the first time. And I was really, really inspired by how encouraged they were to not only turn but to become part of our church. And that is one of the objectives, Dawn, of the Connection Sabbath. So that folks can feel connected and find community where we are.
0: Well, I wanted to add that that young lady I spoke to, um, she I guess she has some uh, a relationship with Mozart because she asked for Mozart um, by name. Yes. And uh, when I spoke with her, she said that she was going to ambassador. Yes. Yeah. She, she she's been going there, but she's you know wants to start going here from what she said, and she like to received her. He's finding community. Yeah, wow. yeah most definitely.
2: And then let me see. The act—I was there for that, and that was great representation. Yeah, the NMI action went well. We we had the director for sustainability, environment, and sustainability of the county making that commitment of trees, giving out trees to Broward County residents at least two trees. We, we're we're going to be, we, I think we're going to be part of that as a church for tree distribution. One yeah. can be a fruit tree. One can be another type of tree where where we, the goal is for, for us to and for them to give out $60,000 worth of trees because we want to we want to in, increase the canopy coverage in the, in the city in the county rather we believe that when the research shows that if you have more canopy trees then that can control or reduce heating in in the county yeah and so that's the and we got to so we, we we got we, we got to win there uh, we're still seeking to win when it comes to reducing a necessary arrest, Sheriff Tony has given us his, his commitment. We'll be having a follow-up meeting with him as it relates to putting in a screening process so that we can we can we can before is, the arrest is registered with the clerk of court, that that that, that person if the person is eligible for solicitation, they can receive it was a citation instead of an arrest record. So yeah. we're making progress there. And, and I'm encouraged. That's progress. important. I
0: yeah, that's I important. I appreciate Addie's message and yeah, also awesome, testimony, awesome
2: testimony. Awesome
0: Yeah, and I appreciate the representation. I think had like three rows of plantationers. Uh, yeah. so we were there. We were there yeah, in, right. in in, in, in spirit, so and good. All right, Don.
1: Wow. there's a lot going on. It was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <Lovely stuff. laughs> busy, busy, busy as usual. Yeah, man
2: for the kingdom (laughs) amen. of
1: course of course all right the beauty and blessing of unity I understand it was um connection Sabbath yes Um, so I kind of understood why you chose your topic how important do you well unity is important but how important do you think it is specifically amongst church members because we tend to have a habit yes. of, well, we're in the church. Oh, yes. Well, we all believe the same thing. Yes. But then you have this kind of, you, you touched on a few areas yes. in yourself, yes. yes. different divisive kind of situations. Yes.
2: yes. But when
1: we're striving for the kingdom, yes. How important is it for us to really have unity?
2: Well, I put it this way it is so important that. The, the, the devil does everything to 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 create the opposite with division you know it, it, that's one of his main main, main agenda that's on mm-hmm. his main agenda rather to, to to cause division and so we've got to ensure that we we guard well and 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 encourage the, the harmony that there is among us that there must be peace in zion i i remember you know, every chance I get, I try to use a relationship example. <clears throat> I remember one of the things that Christine and I had settled on, you know, when while we we're courting prior to us getting married, is that we would ensure that there, there would be peace in, in Jerusalem as in our home, that whatever it mm-hmm. whatever whatever it takes, we will we'll will ensure that there is peace, that there is harmony. And I used to joke uh with her, uh, Joe. But I'm not. I'm not sleeping with the enemy. I'm not going to bed. With him, you know, I'm not going to bed with us. being at, at, at each other. No, no, I'm not sleeping with the enemy, and I'm not sleeping in the spirit room either. You know, so um, you know, so it was you important to for us there, to, yeah, that. to that there is there is unity, there is peace in Zion. and and it's, it's you know and the same attitude I think you and I must take to the body of Christ that as far as it is has anything to do with me. Paul says, "Live peaceably with all men. Ensure that there is there is unity." So it's very important because we, as I mentioned, Dawn, we waste so 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 much resources when we're fighting and we we're at each other. So so much energy is expended, wasted energy when that energy could be used towards advancing and extending the kingdom and so on. maintaining mm-hmm. the unity. In the body of Christ, in the fellowship, it is important. Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're
0: exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Don always has those great questions, man. Come on, Don. <laughs> <laughs> she has those beautiful questions. Question, Pastor. Well, um, Psalms one thirty three. Yes. Um, you talked about two similes on that. Remember? Yes. Yes. And, uh, so, so tell me, what does what, what does one thirty three reflect? Psalms one
2: thirty three. You know, I. as as a child of the church, growing up in the church, I'd always hear folks just draw that line, you know, how good and pleasant brethren to dwell together in unity, you know, they'll just use that psalm. And I tell you this, until two weeks ago, when I was led by the Spirit, you know, just trying to find an anchor text for for unity, Dawn and, and, and Jay, I was led to this psalm. And for the first time in, you know, hearing it for so many years, I decided to really look at this psalm, to really drill down and, mm-hmm. you know, pick it apart and put it back together and just found it. this is really a beautiful, beautiful psalm. And so as I was sharing, it's very short, three verses, but in the first verse, he's saying, you know, this is what unity is. And then, in verses two and and three, he uses a simile to say what unity is like, because so many times in communication and in language dawn, we appreciate meaning if we can attach it to a known quantity or or reference that we're accustomed to. So if you're explaining a new concept to me, if you can if you can if you can. If you can describe that concept like something i already know then i can appreciate the concept better and so Mm -hmm. we find him saying what unity is and then most of the point he says what it's like by employing the two similes it's like this Mm -hmm. and of course it's happening within the cultural context as in people understand what he's talking about with these similes so if if i say you know this is as cold as snow and you've never experienced snow that, that may not resonate not. with you but
0: exactly. if
2: you've experienced snow you can you can you can identify with snow you can have a good mm-hmm. idea as to how cold the thing is that i'm lightening, lightening it too and so He's using these, uh, it's, it's really beautiful how he does it, the Psalmist David, uh, how he does mm-hmm. it, how he uses these two similes to say, unity, this is what it's like. This is what mm-hmm. it's like. Yes. And so we find I the guess... first simile. Yeah, go ahead Dawn. Oh.
1: Yeah, well, I was actually gonna touch on the first simile. Yes, I right. wanted to say, how do we connect the oil going yes. down to the bed? Yes. How do we connect that with unity?
2: Right. So. When we when we look at the the cultural context, what they would understand the anointing mm-hmm. of of Aaron and his sons and those who would be mm-hmm. those who would be uh come priests mm-hmm. and how yeah. this was approached, right? The the oil was a special blend of oil; it wasn't just any any oil, and a perfume was added to it. And and mm-hmm. and, and he describes it. He describes it not only. Typically, it would be applied to the head, right? But it's been used, we say, copiously, so much so that Mm -hmm. it's running from his head Mm -hmm. down to his face, all down to the hem of his garment. So we we get a picture of him being covered with this oil, right? Mm -hmm. He's not just, you know, he's he's, he's, he's just just been covered with the oil. Mm -hmm. And the idea here is... That oil, of course, in the Scripture, in Scriptures we see time and time again, is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. But when you think about the oil in terms of the, the, the smell of it, the perfuming of it, and one writer says that when Aaron, when you were in the presence of Aaron after he, they, you know, he was anointed by this oil, when you were in his presence, right, you could not only... Smell that you're in his presence, but even after he left where he was, he could come and tell that he was there because exactly. because the, the the scent was left there, and it's a pleasant smell. And when you look back at what David is saying in the Psalm, he's saying, you know, unity. It's it's so, you know, it's 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 copious. It should be copious running down. And it should have a pleasant smell because remember, one of the things he says in verse one about what unity is, he says it's good and it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. Right? It's good as in perfect. It's pleasant as in wholesome. It's pleasant mm-hmm. as in I like the smell, <laughs> you know. And so this this simile of the oil dawn representing the Holy Spirit. And so what I mentioned about, if our lives are filled with the Holy Spirit, we will have a sweet influence, you know? it's And nobody wants to be part of any community that is toxic, that is funky, as the kids would say, <laughs> you don't wanna be part of that. That, that. that is not only repulsive, it's repelling, right? But we all wanna be somewhere where it's pleasant. You know, the snow, mm-hmm. it's perfume in the air. This is nice. I like being here. Nobody wants to be in a funky place, right? We were like, I'm <laughs> out of here. This is not smelling good. Yes. And so exactly. what he's saying is unity smells good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It smells good.
0: Wow. It does. Hey, Don, did, did you hear the pastor when he said funkify the place? <laughs>
2: yes, that I spoke me. about these movers <laughs> who left all this funk in this in our that, minutes, was you yes. Know? Yes. that was funny. That was funny.
0: That was. Oh my goodness! I yes. um, I wanted to say you made a comment that was so beautiful. It said, "Unity blesses all with its sweet and holy influence."
2: Yes, influences. I love that. Yes, yes, and, and 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 I I believe that. I believe that. And and, and I, I talk about, Dawn, how being in a place where you, you want to be versus a place that, you know, sometimes we go to these social settings just to save face. As soon as we get a chance, we're out of there and like, OK, I'm not doing that again <laughs> you know, because it's not pleasant company. The, the vibe nice. of the kids who say is just not right. Versus yeah. you go to somewhere and you say, okay, we're just going to spend 20 minutes here. And before you know it, you're there for two hours and you don't even realize you're there for two hours because it's such, it's such a pleasant environment, right? Yeah. It's good conversation. Yeah. Everything yeah. is just flowing nicely. And that's what happens. That, that's what unity does. And one of the things that it does is this oil, this perfuming oil, this pleasant smell that creates an atmosphere where you want to be there. You want to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, and when we have a situation whereby um, we know that somebody within the body of believers is is kind of like a little toxic, a little bit, how do, yes. how do we those kind of people?
2: Yes, I've always believed that dysfunctionality thrives in an environment that is permissive. If it's permitted, then mm-hmm. it thrives. Of course, you have to know how to check it. You can check it in a way that backfires, makes it worse. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, as a church, we want to save folks. But when we have when they're toxic folks among us, we've got to have conversation with them. We've got to confront them in in the name of Jesus and help them to appreciate the harm that they're doing to the body of Christ. Because sometimes they don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes no one has ever spoken to them about it. People dance around the issues or the issue or, or folks work around them mm-hmm. the best the best another go-to is avoidance hey let's let's oh he's coming let's let's leave oh uh, you know he's gonna mess with me. let's go let's go right now you know instead of saying hey let's talk you know you do you realize that you 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 repel people really yeah you do dude you know why because you know, and have that conversation right mm-hmm. and how can we help you how can we help you work on this so i think I think confrontation, holy confrontation, I call it dawn, and praying Mm -hmm. and and, and ensuring that there are more healthy people around modeling healthy behavior, because sometimes that's what the toxic person wants, and sometimes Mm -hmm. they need acceptance. Sometimes they're just Mm -hmm. just trying for attention. It's like, look at me, look at me. Okay, you're not looking at me. I'm going to give you some trouble. You're not looking at me. You know, I'm going to make things Mm so miserable you guys gotta pay attention to me sometimes it's attention grabbing but i think it should not go unaddressed we should find ways of addressing it with a hope that the person will experience a uh, change
0: yeah that's true i i think that has a lot to do with being relational yeah. To, uh, to that point you, you know go. because we can't hit it head on without without yes. giving some sort of relationship to this yes. person to let him yes. know that he's, he's he or she are welcome and yes. then you know, we'll find out what the issue is in God's name. Yes. yes. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Can good uh, sometime go without pleasant
2: and still be? Well, you know, good here, in good, he's talking about perfect. You know, it's good. Nothing else to add to it. And pleasant as in it's it's nice to be around. It's inviting. So when he talks about good, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's completeness. When he talks about pleasant. It's it's enjoyable, it's delightful. So good is, is the wholesomeness of it, the, the completeness of it, and pleasant is the delightfulness of it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Um I'm sorry, Don. I just had to add this one thing again. No, go ahead. Um, okay. you talked about the the uh, accent song. This is what David now.
2: Yes, and so this so was a psalm. I want to
0: get that a little bit.
2: Yeah, this was a psalm. There are different types of psalms you'll find in the book of Psalms. As a matter of fact, the fault the, the the preceding psalm the succeeding psalm 134 is also an accent psalm and the idea was or is that this would be sung as they're heading up to worship okay to the That's temple the term accent right mm-hmm. as they're heading up to worship you know and, and 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 interestingly uh pastor mike shared with me that you know P- pastor rose this song psalm 133 would, would be sung over and over and over and each time we get louder and louder and louder you know, it, very celebrated, so it was an accent song, But I want to talk about the, the, second, the second simile, because as important as it being pleasant, he talks about it being like the dew. And the idea here, it's refreshing and invigorating. You know, the dew that comes, it revives, it invigorates. Because sometimes we can be in social settings that quite frankly, it's draining. Yeah. It's draining. It's exhausting being there. Not only is it unpleasant, but it's draining. When, 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 you're, when, when, when you're done or after you leave, you you feel as if, wow, man, I just did a day's work just hanging out with these guys. And but he's saying when, when when there's unity, when there's unity, it will be invigorating, it will be refreshing. When people come into an atmosphere of unity, they'll find it refreshing and invigorating. It will be motivating. It will be stimulating. Versus mm. when there's division, a lot of infighting, that drains your energy. Yes, gives that them. energy. Yes. Yeah. So
1: how can we as Christians um, exude this unity so that when we have new people coming in, are they able to experience it and want yeah. to
2: stay? Yes. yes. It's it starts with it starts with, with me giving giving over my will to God and, and seeking Him and doing and making that commitment, God, as as far as I'm concerned, I'm gonna do all that I can with your help to, mm-hmm. to not be divisive, to mm-hmm. not cause and stir things up and if i get angry and my anger results in things getting stirred up i will i will quickly apologize and try to make amends because i think i think that 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 that's what happens sometimes we 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 can be so strident in our opinions in our in our beliefs on the way things should be, and I mean not talk about stuff that's clear in, in, in the Scripture, because a lot of times what's happening in the body of Christ, we're arguing over approaches, we're arguing over things that aren't really, you know, biblical. It's just okay. Should we do this this way or the other way? And that right. could cause uh, a certain amount of friction that leads to unity. But if I if I make that pledge that I will always pursue the path of peace, and there's a way. Mm-hmm. Matthew 18 is a beautiful. Way as to how do I deal with conflict, personal conflict? If mm. Joe says something that I don't like, or there's a misunderstanding, I need to go to him first, not you, Don. You know, not mm. drag you in. You know, Joe did this to me, Don. Could you talk to him for me? Yes. You know, put him in yes. his place. No, I need to go and say, Hey, Joe. Let's. Can I talk with you? I don't know if you know, but you did something. that said something last week that I, you know, I it was a turn off for me. And, and Joe said, Joe may say, Hey, I didn't realize it, man. I'm sorry. You know, versus me now getting you dragged in, then Joe may feel as if we're piling up on him. He feels he has to defend himself, mm-hmm. and things can spiral out of control that way. So I think Matthew 18. Uh, if there's something there, go talk with your brother. If he if he refuses to hear, take another person with you. If he mm-hmm. refuses to hear, then you take it up to the next level. It's too many times mm-hmm. we we leapfrog over the over those steps. You know we just want to because I want to be appeased sometimes or I want to be justified I want to be right but if I am willing to give up sacrifice my right for the harmony and peace in Jerusalem as in the church it can happen it can Mm -hmm. happen but it starts with me yeah it does
1: absolutely
0: okay that's something well I had one last thing and I wanted to spoke about that you put toward the end of your sermon, uh, unity versus uniformity.
2: Yeah, that's important. And I pointed out like last week, we were celebrating, well, I don't, well, celebrating is not the right way, but we were acknowledging 30 years since what happened in Waco, Texas. And I was looking at a documentary about it and thought about how usually what happens in cults is not unity, it's uniformity. People got to be lockstep with a leader all the way down to the uniform, the clothes you wear. Everything is so regimented. With unif- mm-hmm. That's uniformity. Unity says uh, it's about the purpose. We can approach it differently. Unity says I don't have to give up my individuality in order for mm-hmm. us to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. That I don't mm-hmm. have to sacrifice principle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you, you, uni- unity, I find... Is, is is a better better thing for us to strive for because uniformity is a letter is a letter of the law, unity is a spirit mm-hmm. of the law. Anybody can be marching in, in, in lockstep or in a pair that way because they wore the right color, or mm-hmm. the right type of clo- clothing. So oh yeah, he's he's in lockstep. But unity is more it's a heart matter, heart and head matter, and not about us wearing matching tops and, and bottoms uh, to whatever mm-hmm. function the church
0: amen
1: amen amen yeah okay
0: all right we're good pastor as always i know you like i said you're in transition because you look like you about to do some yeah stuff. yeah
2: but that's the word though that's the word yes let's definitely
0: do that definitely
2: yeah. yeah father god we thank you so much we can appreciate the tremendous power there is in unity and lord we ask And we seek to commit ourselves again, that we will do all that we can in our power as we give our will over to you. Maintain that bond of unity and harmony in the body of Christ. We pray for that man and that woman, that boy and that girl going through a time of schism and division and infighting. We pray that your spirit will reign. Your spirit will intervene. They will know the power the blessing and the beauty of the unity. We thank you for loving us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. As as always, Amen. thank you for taking the time. Thank you, guys. Thank you All right. We'll see you next time. Right. Blessings. Blessings. Bye-bye. Okay.
1: Blessings. Bye.